You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the War Report. All aboard the AM departure from platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. Guys, how are we feeling? Week one is in the books. It's week two. How are we feeling about our Auburn Tigers going into this weekend? I'm encouraged. Yeah, San Jose State didn't look good the first game, so. Yeah, I'm not super, um, I mean, listen, I don't like to to say, oh, everything stuff is a gimme win. You still got to go out there and play the game. Um, And it looks like it might be rain again. So, listen, rain in the forecast always means something funky can happen. But uh, I am confident in the team that I saw play last Saturday or this past Saturday can beat the team that I saw play in San Jose State um, this weekend as well. Indeed, indeed. D. Mike G, how you feeling, bro? Uh, It's about the same as week one. Nothing's changed for me. Uh, They went out there. They handled business week one. I expected them to do that. So this should be more of the same. Uh, We're not really learning anything significant about this team until Penn State, I think. Um, But I expect them to focus on uh, execution and being assignment sound this week. And, uh, I mean, ultimately, position battles are still happening. Mm Mm-hmm. This week, so uh, I think I think everybody knows quarterbacks up in the air, maybe a little bit more than it was before we started the season, and uh, other guys will be vying for spots this week as well too. So this is kind of like the Auburn preseason. Yeah, it's like preseason, right? And guys are trying to get roster spots. Uh, so uh, we saw more of Demario Austin than I thought we'd see in the game one. Uh, I'll be interested to see if they let that young man get more time. All the running backs look good. Uh, so uh, we rotated a bunch of guys. Uh, I'm feeling good about how many guys we saw last week, and I'm hoping to see uh, just as much rotation this week. I'm curious to see if we'll see Sean Jackson this weekend, so I'll keep an eye out for him as well. Yeah, apparently but. he was dealing with a little something this past week, so um, yeah. I do anticipate them trying to get him some some snaps. We we had some early opportunities that I felt like would have been prime for Sean Jackson on third and fourth and short. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that those will be times where we'll, we'll see him come into the game um, this week if we do get back into those situations. Well, guys, listen, let's not waste time. We got a lot to talk about on tonight's show. Let's start with other games taking place this weekend. But before we do that, let's take a look at the scorecard after one week. Guess who's in front? Look at that. Look at God. <laughs> Mike G... <laughs> 13 and 1, and there's a three way tie for second place. LSU screwed everybody. Yeah. God yeah, damn it. Did. LSU. Yeah, did. Well, more on that. Every, later. every time. I'm just glad I'm not the only one that got screwed by LSU. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tell you this, it won't happen again. For real. All right. <laughs> Let's get into it, fellas. Number 13, Wake Forest at Bandy. You see the line. What do we think happens here? I'm going to go first. I'm going wake. Treat your boys. Chill Boys underwear is designed for maximum comfort with enough space to keep you cool, calm, and comfortable. Chill Boys underwear will help you keep the boys close, uh, not too close. 
When the game is on the line, you won't break a sweat with Chill Boy's underwear. Whether it's left boy, right boy, or both boys, Chill Boy's provides your boys comfort like you've never felt. Visit chillboys.com and use code RAPPORT, that's R-A-P-P-O-R-T, and get 15% off of your order. Maximize your chill with Chill Boys. Who wants to jump in here? Uh, Vandy's going to win three games. Is this going to be the third game? I think not. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Somebody else go. Let me think about it. Okay. Uh, so I don't know what to think about Wake Forest. I mean, their quarterback is supposed to be back for this game. Uh, he didn't play in their first game. They pretty much won last year with defense. And, I mean, I don't want to say they won with defense because they put up points too. I don't know, man. Uh, this is hard because I, I I don't know what to think of Vandy anymore. You don't. You don't. <laughs> don't like, no, you don't. Normally, know. I just write this I'm off going, and say I'm going Wake Forest, man. I expect I, Vandy. I would to just Vandy write this off and say, man, Vandy's not winning, man. Yeah. But Vandy, Vandy Vandy has to beat someone that they have no business beating before I like really start giving. But them is that Wake Forest that team that they have no business beating? Number twenty three yeah, in the country. Of, I mean. By preseason metrics, yeah, kind of. Yeah. That, that's yeah, a reward that's, from last season, though. That's what that is. That should, they should no business yeah. beating this team. I mean, but you have to argue that's a step up from who else they've been playing up to this point. But we'll find out. We'll learn a lot about Vandy this weekend. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm going Wake, too. I'm going Wake. I, I can't trust yeah, Vandy, Yeah, I, I, I just, I, I, can't, I can't go Vandy yet until I see them beat somebody for real. Just like I shouldn't go LSU till I saw them beat somebody for real, but I, yeah, and it, well, I didn't think FSU was for real. Anyway, right. we're not there yet. Yeah, I'm gonna go Wake Forest on this one as well. Mm. Begrudgingly, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not super confident in, in Wake Forest winning this game just because, again, I don't know that Wake Forest can repeat last year's success. Number one, number two, I don't know what that quarterback is looking like coming back from his injury if he's a hundred percent. Right, um, like and right I just now. Don't, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I just don't know what to anticipate from Vandy this season. But um, but but I'll still go Wake. So Hartman, Hartman is back, but he did not participate for like the last six weeks because he had a blood clot issue that's what that I'm forced saying. him to medically retire. So he doesn't have an injury, but he also doesn't have any reps from fall camp. No games left. Medically sit, you mean, not retire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Medically sick. So he didn't. Do you trust somebody to just come in and get in rhythm? I don't know. I don't know. I now you asked me if I think Vandy could cover. Whole another story. When? Oh yeah, I I would almost certainly yeah, be I mean, certain that they fine. would cover this spread. I just don't know about getting the dub on this one. So, I don't yeah. think they run away from it, you know, with it. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I think all of us got wake. All right, next game, guys. Number one, Bama visits Texas. This is their first meeting since the national championship game. It is several it is. years back. A lot has changed since then. Mm-hmm. What do we think about this one? Bama. Yeah, I'm not a believer in Texas. Again, they're similar to Vandy in my mind. You got to beat somebody before I'm I'm ready to say that you're ready to beat easily one of the top five teams in the country. I mean, I'm not looking at their ranking right now. I'm just talking about, you know, what we haven't seen on the field. I know talent-wise, Bama's always going to be at the top of the country. I'm not sure Texas is ready for that smoke. I'm going Bama. Yeah. I wasn't impressed by Quinn Ewers last week. He wasn't impressive. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so like, and I think that they're going to need an impressive showing from him to mm. have a shot in this game. I did catch a Texas space earlier today. Man, that that fan base is emotionally in shambles going into this one. Wow. And uh, Bama fans are adding to their pain. So I'm going to go with... Uh, Why are they in shambles? Just I curious. mean, it's just, 
over the fact that they have no shot in this game. Like, like they're they're having a hard time coming to terms with the fact that their team is not is should not be good enough to win this game. If they if they win, I would be shocked. I'm gonna go with Bama here. I just I don't know. I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind being wrong on this one. <laughs> but uh yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing a chink in the armor early for Bama. But well yeah, that's I, what I was gonna ask you with that line. Is it a possibility we see a little vulnerability in Bama? Do they struggle? Uh, do they struggle on their way to winning this game? That interior this, offensive line is still soft. I was about to say this. This comes down to whether or not Texas Texas has enough horses along the defensive line, right, to make this interesting. Because mm-hmm. uh, if they can't stop the run and or get to the quarterback, it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a real long day For because sure. Bama's defense actually looks. They looked good. Yeah. So. I mean, so here's the thing. How does Texas score points, right? So you have to stop Bama from scoring, keep it close, and hope they make a mistake. Texas is going to try to lean on their run game. Bama's not really having none of that. They're going to they're gonna make Quinn Ewers beat them. Is he ready to do that? No. Is Will Anderson not one of the best pass rushers in the country? He is. I just, I don't know, cuz. I just, I, I, I don't know where Texas gets the points is my, like, even if Bama's defensive line, uh, excuse me, offensive line is not up to snuff, I, where does Texas get points from? I don't know. I'm going Bama here as well. So f- right now we got all Wake, all Bama so far. Let's see if we get some separation here. South Carolina goes on a road to play at number 16, Arkansas. Yeah. This is an interesting one. Um... This is a very intriguing one. I was thinking about this one today. This is not the toughest one to pick, I don't think, but this is an intriguing one. B's quarterback didn't sh- didn't look all that much last hey, week. Hey, that ain't no. That ain't, That's about to say, which one of these is B's quarterback? No. What do you mean? You talking about? I thought you were talking about Rattler because I've been yeah, down on Rattler, Rattler. For, for like five years, <laughs> that's what man. Stop that, boy Rattler. No, that's not no, your boy. Don't do that. No, don't do that's that. A, all right, no. fine. All right, no. I put these oh, notes man. up. I thought. I, okay, I got uh, it wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. Well, <laughs> so what you think? Rattler threw one TD, two INTs in their game against Georgia State. They won by like twenty something points. They covered the spread. It was defense. It was running the ball. It was a little bit of everything. It was not Spencer Rattler. He had a decent completion percentage, kind of like what he was at Oklahoma. He would complete at a fairly high clip, but he takes too many bad throws with the ball, and he turns it over. That was Georgia State. They pulled away halfway through the second quarter, early third. Arkansas is better than that. I don't think anybody will score a lot of points because I think Arkansas's defense is at least good enough. Although they didn't, it wasn't like unstoppable against Cincy. Arkansas's good. South Carolina's just okay. I say Arkansas wins this game. Now the spread, though, I'll talk about that on bet will be will. If this was a home game for South Carolina, I would be tempted to take South Carolina. That's fair. That's fair. I'd be very tempted to take South Carolina. Um, I think because they're still trying to figure things out offensively, I think Arkansas gets them in this game. Yeah, I'm going Arky as well. Uh, similar to my comments about Texas and Vandy, until Spencer Rattler does it, I am not going to be a believer in Spencer Rattler. Yep. So I, I can't pick a team 
quarterbacked by Spencer Rattler right now against a team that's ranked in the top 20. Thanks. Yeah, I'm going Arkansas. Especially one that should be able to play good defense. So, yeah. Okay. Let's get to let's get to this one. Another interesting one. Mizzou visits K-State. Mm. Both <laughs> I'm actually I was going to say I'm surprised that K-State's favorite here. They're at home. So they're going to get a couple of points just because of that. I just, I mean, K-State just ha- they haven't been that great in the last couple of years, but I don't, I, I don't know what they've been. I haven't watched them I, I don't at know all. They may be on the come up, and I just didn't know it because they weren't about to win their the division or the conference. So this game, this Ooh. game that feels ain't like be. that's not this, saying much this, this feels like yeah. this is going to be a really messy game. Yeah, it's in Manhattan. Yeah, Ooh, I don't know about Missouri on the road versus K State. I'm actually take K State here. I haven't done any homework to know who K State is, which is bad. So I'm guessing. I don't like guessing, but I'm gonna guess K State because I saw Missouri play. I'm 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 cat- cataloging everything from last year, and that's not the best way to do it. But until I get some some game film watched on them, I'm gonna say K State. Right? Uh, K State is supposed to be like one of those teams kind of climbing up into the top third of the Big Big Twelve or whatever. <laughs> um, the Big Twelve. I've been seeing some positivity from K State fans. Uh, so I'm gonna have to go Missouri. It's <laughs> <laughs> usually when you think your team's gonna be good that they're not. Oh <laughs> and man! Like I mean, I have it. I I used to enjoy watching uh. K State during the L. Roberson, Darren Sproles days. Mm-hmm. They were fun to watch back then. Um, they just hadn't been able to find it. Who was the guy Schneider? That their iconic mm-hmm. coach that had been yeah. there for a while. I just. I don't know. There's a lot. I wouldn't be surprised to be wrong about this one. I think it's kind of a toss up. It's a, it's a noon game. Yeah. Um, honestly, I, I saw a little bit from Missouri in week one that looked somewhat promising. So uh, to me, this is to me, this is a pick them mm, based on is. what I saw from from uh, both teams in week one. So I'm just going to go Missouri. This is a coin flip for me. I'm going to go Missouri here, too. OK. App State at Texas A&M. Oof. Yeah, there was a, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of enthusiasm about App State. Zero way I'm picking them in that game. I still think Texas A&M's defense is good. Yeah. I'm going with the Aggies on this one. I'm going Texas A&M as well because I just watched App State give up how many points did they just give up to North Carolina? Sixty three. Sixty three yeah. points to North Carolina yesterday, actually. <laughs> and I mean, North Carolina's defense isn't anything to write home about. That's not going to be the case with Texas A&M. Yeah. Um, I can't nope. see this upset happening. I'm going to go Texas A&M. Yeah. I inadvertently skipped this spread. The spread is 19 in favor of Texas A&M, by the way. So, 19? That feels disrespectful, actually. I, maybe that's I think confidence right. in App State's number, offense number because they can put up points. They can. But I think that's a little disrespectful to Texas A&M's defense. But if A&M stops their offense, they're done. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're cooked. Can't score. Right. Haynes, Haynes King is not uh, – I exactly. keep forgetting the young man's name from North Carolina. Uh, Drake May. Drake, I know his he, name now. Hank, Haynes Drake King May. is no Drake May. At least he hasn't shown that yet. Um, but I just – I don't know. I can't, I can't see an upset here. I'm going to go Texas A&M. Yeah, I say same. Texas A&M is going to win, but that 19-point spread, though. Okay. All right. All right, guys. Number 24. Hmm. This is an interesting game. Tennessee at number 17 Pitt. This is an interesting game. I agree. I'm team Hendon Hooker on this one. Like uh Pitt 
like 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 West Virginia essentially threw the game away against Pitt. Yeah, in week one, like I just I don't know a lot of unforced errors. I watched every bit of that game. Um, I didn't see anything super impressive from Pitt. I mean, they're a good team. They're a solid team. They're definitely a top twenty-five team. But uh, I think Tennessee is a little underrated right now, and that's all of my belief in Hendon Hooker as a quarterback. So I'm going with Tennessee on this one. I think they pull the upset. I agree. I agree. Tennessee is much better than they're giving respect for, partially because they had lost more like a handful of games last year. But Joe Milton is terrible. Like he, should, he shouldn't even be playing in the <laughs> SEC. I don't know how he got a scholarship to Michigan. He's not good. He got in at the end of the Tennessee game last week. Offense just stopped happening. Everybody just froze. Linemen sat down on their butts. It was just like, nah, we ain't. it was bad, man. So as long as Hendon Hooker's in there, I think they win by at least double digits. Double digits, at least. And they want to get it back in blood. They they shouldn't have lost that yeah, game last year. this is a revenge game. This yeah. is a revenge game for yeah. sure. I, yeah, you, I, I'm going to go yours? Tennessee. Yeah, I'm going Tennessee. I just I believe in uh, Josh Heupel and his ability to to scheme guys open. Um, I think Pitt puts up a fight, but now nah, I'm going Tennessee. Tennessee here as well. Let's not waste a lot of time here. Georgia. Georgia. I, yeah. Mike? Georgia. Okay. All right. Yeah. Next one, Central Arkansas against 22 Ole Miss. Mm, Ole Miss. Yeah, yeah I'm going Ole Miss on this one as well. Ole Miss. Before we get there, let me grab this super. Young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever, in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. J-Rock, appreciate the super chat. Guys, do you all think Harson is preparing Robbie to take the Q1 job? I Actually, Mike, you made a statement on uh, Locked On this morning about kind of what you like Harson is doing with Robbie. You care to care to share your thoughts about that? Yeah, I mean, it's not groundbreaking stuff. It's I just think that they're managing him because you're talking about a guy who had zero snaps in a college game before last Saturday. So instead of throwing the whole world on a guy's shoulders in his first College time, Harson is easing him in, and you've got a guy who's taken snaps before. And TJ Finley, he's he uh, he started. I think that they take the same tactic to this game. If Robbie has a repeat performance, I think the more he consistency he shows, he does give you something different with his legs. Damn man, he can go. And if you can get him out in space, he's a home run threat, just like Jarquez is, and Javarius is, and Tank is, and you know. Why not? You know, you've got four home run threats on the field. Yeah. So I think they expand his role, but um, I like what they're doing with him, not asking him to save the program from week one. Right. You know, this is how this is smart coaching. This is how you ease a guy into the game and get him adjusted to the speed of the college game. Um, and, you know, uh, slowly expand his role and, and open up the playbook with him a little as well, too. So I don't think that, Robbie may not have the command of the playbook that TJ has at this point, but he's also 
an elite athlete. And when I say elite, like there are few athletes in college football like Robbie Ashford. So getting him on the field and getting time, I, I just think you harness it slowly and let him build into the player that he's going to be because, man, it's not just for this year. Down the road, man, I mean, he's going to be he's going to play another year of college football. Robbie Ashford is going to play at least one more year of college football, and I think you're setting something up for crazy down the road by just easing him in rather than doing what the previous coach did and said, hey, save my job. Here you go. So that's what I I think he's doing. The the question is, is he being groomed for the QB one spot? He should be. Yeah, I think any any QB you put in the game is going to be being groomed to be QB one. Now, if you're asking specifically – do I expect Harson to make the switch from TJ Finley to, to Robbie Ashford before this season ends? That's going to be decided on the field. Yeah, right. TJ's the starting quarterback, and unless TJ proves that he should not be starting any longer, he's going to continue to start, and Robbie is still going to have a role in this offense. Right. Uh, if for whatever reason TJ, you know, if he continues with multiple picks or multiple interception games, especially on situations where it's not just a great play by the defense, like he just poor throw or poor decision then Robbie Ashford's going to be the guy. But what I do want our fan base to do is not expect Robbie to be perfect. Right. Like the first interception that Robbie Ashford throws, are we all of a sudden going to be like, oh, he sucks. Let me, this is why I want to see Zach Calzada. Like just let the young man go play football, man. He's going to make mistakes. And that's actually the thing too, is like, I, you know, I don't want to talk too much about our game because we've got more to talk about, but I do want to see Robbie Ashford after adversity. Right. Like mm. when it hasn't gone right for him, how does he bounce back from that right. and be able to 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 play um, after that? Because that's one thing I do know about TJ. Memory is short, bro. Like he don't care about making a mistake. He going to bounce back up as if it never happened. Right. Right. And yeah. that's kind of the mentality you want to be able to have at quarterback. You need to learn from it. So hopefully he's not just repeating mistakes because he forgot about it so quickly. Um, but, you know, there's there's a lot to be said about a quarterback who can. Uh, he does not get down on himself just because he made a mistake. So hopefully we'll see that from young Robbie Ashford as well. Guys, let's get back into it with the predictions. A big game here. Number 20, Kentucky visits number 12, Florida. First off, are we amazed at how big of a jump Florida made? Uh, aside one of the biggest jumps, uh, and one of the biggest drops, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've seen like simultaneously in in, in one week. Um, you know, I mean, they swapped places with Oregon essentially. Um, I think Utah was a little overrated, which yes. is why which is why I picked Florida. Like, I'm just I was not impressed with that team. Um, Florida had I mean, record has not been great, but there are still tons of five star athletes down there. And, you know, Napier organized it just well enough to pull out a win against Utah week one. I think they continue to get better. Like, I liked what he was doing. I think he managed his team well in a tough first game. Uh, so I'm going to go. I'm riding the Florida train. I'm going to go with Florida again on this one. I think, I think, I mean, Will Levis is all right, but, you know. I like no, Will Levis is going to be the best quarterback <laughs> in the draft next year. Haven't yeah. you heard from the the pundits? Yeah, well, I, I'm going. I'm going Florida in this one. I, I think they what pull this one out. This should be a good game to watch, though. Should be a real good game to watch. Be what you think. That line started at eight and a half, like a day and a half ago, and it's now six. 
Nobody thinks Florida's going to run away with it from Kentucky. At least most of the people putting down money don't. However, I don't really trust Will Levis that much. I don't really trust Kentucky that much. But honestly, I don't really know how much to trust Florida either. I'll give them the home field advantage, the atmosphere. Anthony Richardson is an elite athlete, an elite athlete. He faked something. Like, he faked through it, then spun around and yeah. then threw it. That was like, crazy. Ooh. I don't know whether to credit Ooh. Anthony Richardson with creativity or think that that defender is an idiot, but... Like, well, maybe both. Two things can be true. It's like, he no. definitely so, faked him out of his shoes, so... The experience that he got on the field last year seems to have prepared him to take the job this year. And I was wondering if... I don't. I didn't know what type of offense uh, Billy uh, Napier runs. If they're gonna try to keep him in the in the pocket and do some throwing, they let him loose. And I think that was the absolute best decision for them to win games this year. All that being said, I do know that Kentucky is a very good defensive team. Actually, Mark Stoops is a very good defensive coach, and they saw Anthony Richardson last year, and they've seen him before. They've seen plenty of their athletes. They a lot of teams end up in in their division having these rivalries where yeah you might be better but these teams always play each other tight and Florida Kentucky has kind of been like that the last five mm-hmm. or six years yeah ooh if Florida wins this game and I got to go down to the mic <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna be happy I can't say ooh I don't even know if they got Rodriguez back he is not back he's ooh. not back no all right I'm gonna go Florida. <laughs> That's and what I was man. banking on. That's what I was yeah, banking on. He's he he heavy to the run, right? No, yeah, he's, he's not good, back man. For this he's game. good, man. I'm going Florida. I was actually not going to say nothing and just let you pick Kentucky mm. and be like, yeah, I'm going Florida. Oh, uh, Robin, see, Lawrence, Lawrence looking out. Good looking out, Lawrence. <laughs> good looking out. You saved me. Yeah, I was yeah, going to let you I'm talk going, yourself going, into Kentucky and I was going to go Florida. But yeah, I'm going Because that was going to be my argument. Do they have to really, I mean, yeah, you're going to need Will Levis to step up, but you, you he has help in the backfield. No. Right. Okay. If he's injured, then okay. Got it. I'm going yeah. Florida as well, gentlemen. Yeah. I don't think it's an injury, though. I don't think he's hurt. No, he, he had an offseason, off, uh, during the offseason, he had a behavioral incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got gotcha. arrested or cited oh, or yeah, something. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, I remember yeah. Yeah, he's suspension or something like that. Yeah, and that's really the only reason I'm going Florida is because I don't think Kentucky's offense can put up enough points just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's always been their problem. Yeah, and but see, like, here's the thing, and Corey actually just said it. I'm not 100% sold that Florida has a good defense because right. Utah didn't do themselves any favors in that game. Right. And so, they, right. know, they never right. really have a good offense either. They are yeah. a traditional defense, 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 maybe all right offense, but that's right. just been good enough to compete in the pack. Right. So we, that doesn't really translate down here. So that win for Florida doesn't necessarily mean that they're back. Yeah. I, it's, it's, so there's, there's, there's really only two fundamental reasons I'm going Florida here. I don't know that the Kentucky team will have a run game, and it's at home for Florida. Thanks. Right. Yeah, I, I just think, what Napier did in week one with this team um, was impressive. I think he managed them well. It was impressive. And, w- and what was supposed to be, a, a, you know, it could have been a tough game uh, against a team that has a lot more continuity uh, mm-hmm. than they have in terms of coaching. And, and they went out and he just organized a game plan that gave them a chance to win. And then at the end of the game, he l- leaned on his playmakers to make plays to win the game. Uh, so I, I was really impressed with the coaching. I mean, I, that's another reason why I'm going Florida in this one. I just, I just, I'm taking, uh, I'm taking Billy Napier over the other guy, <laughs> Stoops. Mm. Yeah, like, I'm, mm. yeah, I'm taking Billy Napier. This is a Billy Napier show. Mark Stoops right, is going to take offense to that. Mm. He should. 
All right. <laughs> Southern <laughs> University. Everything's cold. <laughs> Southern University. <laughs> right. <laughs> Southern University comes to Baton Rouge. Yeah. No chance here. LSU. It, the dumpster fire that's LSU, I'm still picking them over Southern University. I just can't. Yeah, they're going to be Southern, man. Yeah, they'll be Southern. Yeah. But we're going to see who the true king of, of, of playing neck is this weekend. Yeah, I'm just not, I'm not as down on LSU as everybody was after week one. I think that it sucks that they lost to Florida State. But again, they fired their coach. And um, we did a, a space where the guy talked about similar problems they had in discipline and things that Kelly is having to come in and fix. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe some of them discipline problems showed up at the end of that game. Uh, he said that this was the first time like Kelly's bringing more of a business-like approach and like guys are having to adhere to like standards and times for the first time in years. And it's not going over well with some of the guys that Orgeron just kind of let run rushed over him. So like when you get a chance, when the you get culture a- actually matters and ha- what the product is on the field. I you know. Yeah. Jo- it's a novelty jo- thing. Yeah, there's still jo- a ton of talent. Josh Pate. Did a uh, is a good segment that he has out right now about this that he talks about LSU. Um, Mike, I am down on LSU. However, I don't think I think this is this is things getting worse before they get better for that program. Right. I, I think eventually he will get guys in there who will be bought in to what he wants to do. But yes, you're right. This is your one. You 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 got a, a few of your guys from the previous regime who felt like they can come and go as they please. And they're getting hit with reality, and that that's going to hurt you in the short term. But hopefully, in the long term, they get better. Yeah, I will say I'm not high on Brian Kelly as a coach. I never have been. So this isn't this is just about the talent that he has in his program. Why gotcha. I say I'm not down on it is not about him as a coach. This is the exact opposite of how I feel about Florida. Brian gotcha. Kelly is as me. I mean, and now he's up against much better coaches week in and week out, and much better talent. And much better talent week right. in and week out. So, like, I, I'm not certain Kelly is a good game day coach, particularly based on what Notre Dame has done on the big stage over the last decade. Yeah, They flopped hard. Every time he faces, I mean, that 2012 title game, I mean, it was embarrassing. I knew it. I knew it. Too. I told everybody, this game's going to be over by halftime. So, I'm not, I'm not big on Brian Kelly. And, you know, I don't like what he pulled in the presser the other day as well, too. So, yeah. like... There's a lot about this guy, just not like his accent changed back after the loss. <laughs> you guys heard it. The LSU reporter, am I right? <laughs> he walked into the press conference and said and commented on them being late. Like Isaac Did- and I, we were at the Birmingham Bowl. We were trying to get from the press box to the, the press room. And it was hell. Like security was telling us we couldn't go the only route we had to go to the press room. We missed like the first third of the press conference. I, I just thought it was very unprofessional of him to comment on the media being late when so many times we're just sitting around for like an hour and a half waiting on the coach to come in. All right. right. Give me a break. How long did you have to wait, bro? Like three minutes? Did y'all see exclusive TV says, did y'all see what the reporter said to, to yeah, Brian man. Kelly? Yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's what Jazz was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Savage. Yeah. That was yeah. hilarious. Also, listen, it's that's unprofessional on her part. For but sure. He opened the door for that unprofessionalism. <laughs> yeah, I mean, though. it's like it's you, not you, off the hook. Right. You poked fun at them and then she shot back at you and you're sitting there looking like, oh, how dare you say it's like, like, no, no, you don't, bro. you don't get to just sit here and say what you want to to me. And then I just sit here and take it because I'm part of the press. Like, yeah, yeah. No, no, we're not playing that game. All right, guys. Now, she could have just waited and wrote an awful story about him later. But <laughs> sure. I'm sure she will still. 
Yeah, it's going to be tons of stories <laughs> yeah. about his but now, yeah. now <laughs> it's a setup to her amazing story. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Last game before we get to the break. Mississippi State at Arizona. I'm going Mississippi State here. Why Likewise. is Mississippi State playing at everybody else's t- weird conference school? They played at Memphis. Who goes to Group of Five to play home and homes? They're playing at Arizona. Why? What are you doing? I guess they got a lot to prove. Arizona's a group of five. <laughs> Almost. Yeah, I'm still going uh, Mississippi State. I'm going Mississippi, I'm going State. Mississippi State here. Uh, yeah, Will Rogers looked impressive in week one. 38 for 49 for 450 yards and five TDs. I've been real high on Will Rogers since last season. I expect that to continue against Arizona. <laughs> 